It is long overdue and seriously outdated, but we are back with episode 3. We originally recorded this a few months ago in September 2017, in between rounds of our annual golf tournament. And in this episode of 6PNS, you will hear about our love for the Sharapova Grunt, LeBron James. You'll also hear about our not-so-accurate Week 1 Super Bowl predictions, how much we suck at the game of golf, and then also the general frustrations of Tinder girls and their dogs. To celebrate the start of the NFL season, we'll throw in some NFL trivia and also debut the show's sick new theme song. So let us know what you think about the show, and maybe fire us a few questions, which we hope to answer on future episodes. Hit us up on Twitter, at SixPackAndShade, or email SixPackAndShade at gmail.com. So sit back, pop open a cold one, and join me and the guys for a special episode of Six Pack and Shade, taped from the raging inferno of forest fires that we experienced in Kimberley, B.C. It's Six Pack and Shade. <laughs> Episode number three, changing the venue up, and we're here um, from Kimberley, British Columbia, home of the 2017 Yabo Invitational Golf Tournament. Um, we've just finished round three of our tournament, and uh, round four starts tomorrow. It has been a fantastic tournament so far, and we're watching the Miss America pageant as we're as we're doing this, and there is. A <laughs> There's some serious talent on stage, and uh, she made she made top five or top ten. Can you believe that? Oh, sorry, we're just laughing at the Asian one. <laughs> Her eyes are so she can't see. It's <laughs> gonna be off the wall. <laughs> Uh, television at the same time, but uh, hey, that's what we're doing. 
Um, I, I again am joined by the the three individuals that have been a mainstay on the show thus far. Um, Jeff, Mike, Cam, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling? Feeling all right. Uh, feeling all right. Hundred percent. Not bad. I'm just relishing that uh, I'm still current champion after episode two. Oh. Oh. And uh, feeling confident about episode three here. How how do you guys feel about our new? theme song for Six Pack and Shade. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is my thoughts is this. The fact that I wake up every morning with that sound in my head and I'm singing it, Six Pack and Shade, like it's just very catchy and I haven't heard a song like this since Brian Adams thought I died and gone to heaven. I believe I I'm, I'm with you. That I'm not so sure how like, those get like, compared but uh, <laughs> and it can get you up off the couch and uh it's good. <laughs> and Cam, what are you what are you thinking about the track? Well, I wrote the fucking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was gonna surprise people and tell them who wrote it, but an unbiased opinion I... would have been nice to begin with. But if you, well, you know me, huh? yeah, you're not a biased. Unbiased well, we've person. listened to it two hundred times this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, no, it's um, it's I'm fantastic. Actually, I'm happy with how it came out. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think. How it, did you come up with that piece? Yeah. Well, I just I don't know. I was playing a little blues music at home. And uh, one thing led to another. Some riffs started coming out. And, oh. and uh, yada, yada, yada. I've been commissioned a couple weeks earlier yada, to, yada, yada. to, never heard to put the music together. And um, if you've heard my previous work, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good. And, uh, <laughs> I've been nominated for a few Genos before. And I feel Did you win? Like Huge in Japan. I might, I'm big in Japan. What's, a, what's well. a Gino? 15% of all my music sales have come from Japan. I've sold one song in Japan. Yeah. And then 15, 50% of your profits go to uh, aid something. Oh, uh, the charity? Yeah. Oh, we're getting to that right now. Is well, that Houston Flood? You can get into it now if you want to. Like uh, Houston Flood? No, 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 not Houston Flood. It's something a little bit more important. Um, I, my charity this week is uh, the, the charity that's going to help Eugenie Bouchard finally win a tennis match. It's called oh. the Help Eugenie Win a Match. Help and Help Eugenie win a match, and H E W just started up, and we're gonna do everything we can. Uh, the money that the proceeds that are raised uh, will go towards um, I don't know, uh, new coach, new equipment, um, even if it if it's what it takes, paying off other players on the tour <laughs> to blow matches because that's probably what it's gonna take for her. Um, I'm a big fan of her, um, but uh, we all know, are, and, and that's why I'm a big fan. I, we don't get to see enough of her because she's gone two sets in every tournament. First starts. round. So I'm playing for the state. Uh, make help Eugenie help win a Eugenie match. match. Coincidentally, the the acronym is HeWam. So, <laughs> so he's playing for HeWam. Oh, HeWam. Um, we're all part of uh, Eugenie's army. I think we all follow her Instagram. I think we talked about this before, but she's she's quite uh, quite the looker, and um, we don't care about her tennis ability. We just want to see more of her. Yeah, so, but she needs to win in order for us to see more. That's exactly. exactly it. So that's where a he is in effect. He wham founded by Cam. That's yeah, yeah. In all seriousness, uh, I do have to give a shout out to uh, people in Texas that are suffering from the flooding. Uh, I used to live there for three years, so it's it's close to my heart. I consider it my home away from home. I actually consider myself a Texan now. So, um, well, your car still has its license plate, so. Yeah, slaves license plate on my car illegally, so I can park wherever I want. I don't really care. 
and that saved me a lot of money. And shout out to people in Florida uh, suffering through Irma right now. As we speak. Irma, yeah. So we're actually suffering right now through forest fires around us, raging around us. And um, you know, hopefully, you can uh, support the show by donating to us directly, so we can uh, continue playing golf in the forest fires. Mike, who is your uh, charity this month? It's, uh, it's tough choice as always, but uh, I'd like to support the uh, Golfers Who Belong on Dialysis Foundation. <laughs> I know I'm one of them. I need some help, people. <laughs> Please infuse my body with something that can assist my golf game. I, this has been atrocious. And... Uh, are, so you're, gonna, you're the founder, but you're also going to be the primary beneficiary of this foundation? Yes. It wow. seems a little selfish, but I'm the one that needs the help the most. So Self-serving is, is, not, is not something that we, don't, we look down upon hey, here. That's I fine. figure there's other people that are suffering like I am. So No, that's completely fine. Questionable ethics, but sure. <laughs> ethics I don't the think window. we're about ethics whatsoever. No, here. no, we're not. Thank you for that. Um, good luck uh, to you and your foundation. Jeff, you are playing for who this month? I'm going to actually play for the Canadian military. There's been a lot of talk going around right now here um, over the last few weeks about everything that's you know, happening with, between the U.S. and North Korea. And, you know, we, we, can't, um, we can't be too safe here. So I'm going to be playing for the Canadian military. Hopefully I could donate this money to get some nuclear weapons on our side. <laughs> Just in case we need them. So. Okay. Six PNS uh, give out that kind of cash. <laughs> Um, we have we have about thirty listeners, who have averaged a donation of about zero. So we'll work on that. We're getting there. We've got plenty of cans here that I can maybe start this funding we on do. here. So I'll start with that, and uh, we'll see what our listeners commit with too. So great, that's great. Uh, good luck to you, and good luck to the people from CFB Cold Lake who may be uh, <laughs> receiving. Oh, Suckfield receiving funding from from your performance today. Uh, this this month we we do typically do beer. This time it looks like we're surrounded by some highballs and cocktails. So let's just uh, let's just make it simple and uh, tell us what you're drinking and uh, and and how you're doing it. Uh well I'm uh, I'm sticking with beer this time around. Okay, yeah, as I see usual, that. But in a little different fashion. I'm drinking out of a shot glass because oh, here's I am current Centurion champion. Oh my god! Last night he had to bring it up. I guess. We, uh, we did the Centurion. For those of you who don't know, that's 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you have to go all the way to 100 shots. And to win, you, you can't go to the bathroom. Or vomit. Or vomit. Well, you would it was a battle. Uh, Mike and I went down to the end there. Toe to toe. And eventually Mike Cave went to the bathroom. So I, I've, I've actually really enjoyed drinking beer like this now. So I'm just doing shots. Of, shots of beer. Shots of kokanee. There you go. From the mountains. So Kootenays. Why not? Nothing, nothing crazy, but it's more how I'm drinking it as opposed to what beer I'm drinking. That's fantastic. And, and uh, you are the, the proud owner of the the shield, the Pharaoh shield now, which is our, our trophy for this. And hey, I think, I think if we were to put that on a t-shirt, we'll make a lot of money. And then we get some funding for the show. And we get some funny for whatever his nuclear weapon. Jen, if you're listening, Mike's tattooing it to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell her. <laughs> we all are. Mike, what are you drinking today? A little bit of everything. I've 
I mean, the Jaeger's gone, the Crown Royal's gone. <laughs> We're uh, left with the Jack Daniels, and uh, that suits me just fine. And he's LAF, lit as fuck. Lit as fuck, peeps. And that's how we do it here. We do the show because we love to, and we like to get drunk. So, Jeff, how about you? Um, I'm, I'm actually a big rum guy, but I'm now on the uh, Gentleman Jack and Soda here because I crushed that Bacardi Black that I brought out here. It's good. It's soothing and um, seems to take the edge off, uh, you know, the pressure of being the leader of the Avalon rotation. Oh, wow. So, yeah, brought that up. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take it. I'll take it into the final up. round and, you know, let's just hope uh, it's the hangover isn't. Brought that up. Well, that's fantastic. As challenging as uh, rum ones are. That's fantastic. Okay, that's well. you're going to drink. I, I'm, I'm drinking just my regular crown and ginger. You look um, like you're almost empty. I'm almost empty. I'll probably get ready in a few few minutes here, but uh, this is this is how I prove to people that I'm Canadian. This is what I do: crown and ginger. Uh, never mind. Because visually, you are not Canadian. Visually, I am definitely South African. That's right. <laughs> All right. So we got our drinks in order. We got our charities in order. Next up, we're going to talk about all the sports that we love to talk about. Um, Let's start off the next segment, which we know is called This or That. All right, segment two. Um, this is the part of the part of our show where we enjoy some general sports knowledge that we like to share our opinions on, and this is, uh, this is what we like to call This or That. Um, I ask a question, and there are basically two answers. And between the three of you, you get to decide uh, which part of the fence you want to join. And then I'll maybe ask you to share your thoughts on why you chose what you chose. So this month, or in this episode, we only have three. Uh, we're trying to keep these very light on the questions and heavy on the conversation. So I'll start with number one. Big news around the league, the NBA, was uh, the big trade that happened recently between the Celtics and the Cavaliers for Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas, and a a bunch of other players, but uh, um, the basic question is, who do you think won the Cavs Celts mega trade? We'll just start with Jeff, just either or first. Uh, I, I think the Cavs, like Cavs. Okay, that's good. Yep, we'll get to you, Doug. Cavs. Cavs. Everyone's got Cavs. Okay. Now we'll start with Jeff, the basketball guy. Uh, reason being is just they Boston gave up a lot for just one player, and you know. Ainge had this whole strategy of like stockpiling picks and all that stuff, and he never he had opportunities to use it. He never did, and then he chose to use it with Kyrie. And I don't know, Kyrie's a great player for sure, but you know, I don't think he's worth all of that. Like you know, I like Isaiah Thomas. He played great last year. He's in a contract year this year. Um, I get his hips injured, and that's a little bit of a caveat around that trade. But if he gets to anything close to where he played last year. That's a huge steal, right? In addition to that, too, playing with LeBron, like that can only make Isaiah's life a little bit easier, too, in terms of not being the sole focal point on the offense. Um, I love Crowder. He's he's a lunch pail guy. He brings his hard hat every day and just he plays on both ends of the court. Great defender. You know, might be able to provide, you know, maybe a little bit more of a defensive presence against the Warriors, too. Um, and again, like the, the, like the picks as well, too, like that stealing that huge. Brooklyn pick huge. is huge and now you know they can use that as an asset and maybe potentially you know trade that for something a little bit more valuable too right so I just think it was 
like it was a blockbuster trade. I just I'm shocked that Boston gave up as much as they did. I don't think one player, let alone Kyrie Irving, is worth that much. Like that was that was a lot to give up for for a player who always played second fiddle to a guy. So you're you're putting a lot of pressure on him to say, okay, well, you know, are you the man? Like we're giving up a lot to allow you to prove that. So yeah, that's my that's that's my take on it. Does anyone else have a comment on it, or do we want to move on? I think Kyrie's a bit more of a head case than anyone ever imagined. And uh, <clears throat> he's not going to the situation he envisioned for himself when he demanded that trade. Was, was, not, was Boston not one of his preferred destinations? I think he wants to be the guy mm-hmm. somewhere. But That's he's true. got Gordon Hayward sitting there who just signed. But Hayward's not the guy. Gor- Gordon Hayward's not, not the guy. Not, Gordon Hayward is enough of a guy that steps on the toes of a guy who wants to be the guy. Oh, I see what you're saying. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think that's uh, something that we should consider as um, an important point where Kyrie Irving is not the, not the focal point of the offense. He, he's still probably 1 or 1A. One 1A one or 1B, we'll say. So I think that's what you're trying to say is that... Well, what's he looking for? He led the team in scoring with the Cavs last year. Like... But How much better upon. does he think it is somewhere else? Yeah, but on the Cavs team, you're going to say who's the best player on the team. It's not Kyrie Irving. It doesn't matter if he scored the most points. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's looking for. He, mm-hmm. he wants to be the guy. You know, he, he's had some opportunities to prove it, but he hasn't. And quite frankly, like I, when I watch Kyrie play, I think he's a great player. I think he's a great offensive player. Probably one of the be- best dribblers in the league. He doesn't make... But he doesn't make his teammates better. No. He doesn't. No, that's true. So that's true. Alright. So that's good. Let's uh, let's stop it there. We'll move on to the next topic. Um, this this one is uh, baseball related. One of the big stories over the summer has been this emergence of uh, Mr. John Carlos Stanton from the Marlins, who's been on a bit of a tear, I'd say, with the home runs. I think what's he sitting at now? Fifty? Fifty one? Two, something like that. Something like that. He's in the 50s now, isn't he? Yeah, well, I missed what's been going on this weekend. Yeah. That's true. I don't know he's so much. He's, on, he's, he's on fire. One or two a day, so. And there's still a month ago, month to go in the yeah. season, so there's still an opportunity to maybe get to the 60 mark, which is probably, you know, an amazing feat at this point in time. But as I think we all know, the Marlins are not really progressing in terms of success as a, as a team successfully, um, which probably bumps his trade value up a little bit. So... Let's let's take the let's take the part of the equation where we, we don't understand his contract details, but knowing that the Marlins are not very good, does is it is that something that the Marlins should do is to trade him away, to get some value back, or is he a focal point of the of the organization where you can build around him? Um, so trade him or not? Uh, no, don't trade him. Don't trade him. <clears throat> don't trade him. Don't trade him. Don't trade him. Don't trade him. I'm gonna ask the baseball guy. Can't. Well, uh, I wouldn't trade him just because the Marlins aren't too far f- removed from, you know, they did they basically did something similar with the, the Blue Jays, what, five years ago, where they dumped all the talent on their team, gave it to Toronto. The, the MLB even had to review the trade because they thought it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so how many times can you keep doing that to your fans where you, you take the talent of your team and, and trade it right away? They 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 dumped all their talent like five years ago to get to do that again, which is basically what you'd be doing. Like, 
how, how can your fan base deal with that? Like, rebuild, but you need a core to rebuild. So I think you, I think you keep him. I don't know the... Does anyone know his contract situation, though? No, I'm not, no. not off the top yeah. of my head, but I can look it up. But. Yeah, and I'm not sure how old he is either, but you, you, you keep him. And actually, the Marlins in the second half have played much better, and actually were in wildcard contention there. Yeah. So I think in addition to that, too, like they, they've put... All this money in towards this new stadium and all that stuff too, like to turn around, like and he's also the focal point of the Marlins, right? He's the face of the franchise. Like that, that stadium, is what, that park is what, like two, three years old. Like to just like it's a tear it down and start over again. Like that'd be pretty bad for the fan base. And you, you know they're close. They've. I don't think the Florida Marlins have ever cared about their fans. I'll tell you the contract details. His contract right now is thirteen years. Three hundred twenty-five million. Wow! <laughs> and he's only in the third season right now. Oh my God! Well, good luck treating that. Wow. So he's, uh, yeah, and right now he is two, twenty-seven years old. Yeah. So yeah, you keep him a little bit longer. Yeah, I think yeah. you have yeah. to. Gonna take, you're gonna have to eat half that contract anyways to get rid of him. So. Yeah. Well, the Yankees would take that in a heartbeat. Oh, they would. Yeah, Boston too. Boston would, would take that. Yeah. You know. I don't think I don't think they will. I think they're they're close. Like they're they're getting there, and I think he's the. Okay, no, that's good. That's very good points. Um, the last question for this round is uh, tennis-related. The U.S. Open just finished up um, over the weekend, and uh, we have a new U.S. champion. Her name is Sloane Stevens. I don't care about that part. I care about grunting. Sharapova did a wonderful job um, in this in this U.S. Open, and uh, she made it, I think, to the, f- round of the quarters, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not quite. I think she lost to get into the quarter. Okay. It's just she lost in the round of 16. But as an unseated, quote-unquote, you know, uh, Fourth round. player, she did well. But uh, that brought up the question of who actually has a better grunt, um, Azarenka or Sharapova. And, and I don't know if you've ever heard of their grunts, but between the two of them, they have some epic grunts. I'm going to play uh, the video of them playing each other, <laughs> and I just want you to pay attention to... I'll tell you who's who, but... Let's see if this is gonna show up here, but so this is Azarenka and Sharapova. Sharapova? I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting hard on. Is that Imagine one player running back and forth? Oh, fuck. Oh, that's Jeff, that's was in, Jeff was in the threesome, that'd be a, a real five-setter. <laughs> Alright, so, so... Did you like one grunter, or howler as they call it here, a little more than the other? Or? I would say, I would say Sharapova, just because she's because now you're looking That's visually. Right. Yeah, okay. Visually. You know what? Their grunts are pretty similar. Like They're very, very similar. Like. I think Sharapova's grunt is ruining the overall package. So by default, I'm going with Azarenka. All right. And, wow. and who are you choosing out of those two? Uh, I, I like both. You got to choose one. No, I like both. And I want a three way. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll choose Sharapova. Same reason, Jeff, just because I want to bang her. So. All right. That's fair. Did and I say that? 
So oh, then you can fly it. <laughs> you meant it. So to to get to a little bit more of a deeper conversation about it, you were mentioned she's ruining tennis with with what? Well, no, her own image. Oh, her own image. Very attractive woman, very athletic, but that grunt is just an abomination. There's some bad grunts out there, but hers kind of I think it's kind of hot. Do you think as a as an opponent, it's kind of distracting? Sure, it has to be. Why is that even necessary? Like. I don't know. What's I don't know. I don't, know. don't you grunt on your tee shots? <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's the yeah, who was the, who was the original game. grunter? Monica Sellis? Yes. Yes. Aranch yes. Sanchez Vicario. She did as well. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple grunters back in the Even some of the men didn't Andre Agassi start to grunt. He was a grunter. Yeah. He grunted a little bit, yeah. He uh, was more of a it's it's very distracting as a as an opponent, but I don't think I don't think I've ever heard anyone complain about it. Like as an opponent, okay. Well, guys, okay what about as a used to? Okay. Right? What it's about as a fan? Like, do you think like by going to watch a tennis match live or even not live on a TV? Like, does that bother you? Like sitting there watching a tennis match and hearing the crowd back? And Look, forth? I've seen Serena Williams live, and she's screaming out there. She and is. What did you, did you take away from the experience? I honestly, what you don't pick up on TV is that the crowd is kind of like snickering to themselves over the whole oh. spectacle of it. Oh, interesting. That's what I took away from that. Interesting. But these are professional athletes that, that they, I mean, if, if they're not, if they're allowed to do it, they're going to do it. So no one's told them they're banning grunting. That's true. It's not like right? so two-stroke penalty or anything to grunt. Well, there's a lot of reasons for two-stroke penalties. <laughs> That'd be an interesting ban, though, if they just banned grunting. That'd be really That'd interesting. Be, oh. I think sometimes you can't control it, though. Do you grunt when you lift weights? Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, not like that. I don't, no, no. I don't understand. Not, not yeah, I don't understand people in the gym that are making noise. Like, oh, that's... Hey, either you can lift it or you can't. There's grunting in this. Like, <laughs> you can't lift breathing. or you can't. But, yeah, no, grunting in the gym, no. I think the people, the people that do grunt, they will say it's necessary. For the people that don't, it will be unnecessary. So that's just how it is going to be, though. All right? Yeah. So... Um, as as you listeners may have remembered, we do points here, uh, and for this segment, I award points based on the majority. So, if all three of you answer the same, I give you zero. If there's a majority of uh, you that selected the answer, I will give you five points each. Those points get converted to seconds, which is time for your rant session later on. So, after this whole entire segment, uh, we have Cam and Jeff with five points each, and Mike has zero points. Oh no. Nothing is going Nothing. away this weekend, Mike. So that sucks, but that's just how it goes. That's normal. Whatever. Matthew Good. You'll try to shout out to Matt Good. Uh, who I who I hear is an avid listener to our show. Oh. Yeah. He hates me though after that tweet I sent him. What was that all about? Yeah, it was the tweet about. Tell us about the tweet. Was that recent? No, it was like a few years ago. He actually replied to it though. He said I was I was childish or something. Yeah, I don't know, he was complaining about something. Cam called his music a waste, and no, the packaging was, of his materials uh, he, bad for the environment. Yeah, he was, he was, I don't know, he was attacking the oil sands or something. I'm like, well, you know, I don't I made some comment in regards to the fact, well, we need the oil to, to, you know, to transport your CDs to the distribution centers. And I said something, like, transport, oh, transport your mediocre music around the globe to sell to people, and he did not like yeah. <laughs> he replied. He took the time out of his day to reply, wow. and he said I was something childish or something along those lines. I'd have to look it back up. 
time you can. But as a musician yourself, if someone to call, say, call you out as a mediocre musician, wouldn't you react to something similar? Um, no, probably worse. I'd probably have them killed. <laughs> but you actually like his, you like his oh, music. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I, we I all know, like his music. Yeah, yeah. He's just but he's sensitive. Like, he's crazy. He's oh, sensitive. Yeah, you can, I like him. I like his music. Yeah. He's, he's, he just does his mouth. He takes it over the top sometimes. We don't pay him a ton. Yeah. Well, if he's listening, which I know he does, yeah. we still love your music. We love you. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> next up, the brewery. Our next segment is called the brewery, and this is open-ended topics of some general topics that I picked out. Uh, I think we've kind of focused it on a little bit of NFL this year, mainly because this is NFL opening weekend, which you, we've been excited for since uh, February. Uh, we have watched some of the games today, and. I think the general consensus is that it was uh, kind of disappointing today. Yeah, it was a boring day. Yeah, it was very disappointed. We were, ex- we were hoping for something exciting, and the only excitement came from the Houston Texans that already benched their starting quarterback after one half. After he claimed it was his franchise. Mike, is it Tom. Mike Savage? Tom, Tom Savage. Tom, not so savage. Savage. Tom, oh. macho man, Savage. That is. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, he yeah, he just out of there. So now it's Deshaun Watson who's probably gonna carry the team to the Super Bowl this year. Oh. oh. Yeah, today's games, wow, they were boring. It's like you're so excited for the first week of NFL and then you watch that. It's like looking at your kid, you go down on a Christmas tree on Christmas Day. Week's not over. You open up your presents like a pair of socks. That's what week, today. Pair of socks. The week, the week isn't over. But though. the big game another big game tomorrow? Saints, Vikings. Saints, Vikings, that's going to be... AP be playing against his old team. That's yeah. going to be a really interesting that game, be, I think. The storyline is there. My man Drew Brees is going to set it down and, and make sure that week one is not a complete disappointment. Uh, on the same topic of NFL, our first question, who are your Super Bowl picks this year? We're only in week one, so I'm going to ask who you think is going to be... Who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl come February? Let's we'll start with uh, our musician. Huh, you know what? My heart wants Pittsburgh versus Seattle because those are my two teams. But to be completely realistic, that's not going to happen. Okay. Someone's going to be steamrolling past those two teams. Who are yeah. they going to be? Yeah, especially, wow, Seattle did not look good today at all. <laughs> Their offense. Jabari just... Carroll can't believe his team came out like that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a tough one this year. It's very easy to default towards the, the Patriots. Uh, but I want to be a little bit more creative than that. I'm going to go with a dark horse here. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I'm actually having a tough time because I had, after watching today's games, I really thought about everything, and I'm not feeling as confident. You're not feeling confident? Drew Brees. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. Come back to me. Okay, Mike. Uh, I think we're in for a Super Bowl rematch. Again? Falcons. Patriots, Falcons. I think they're going to look pretty good. Patriots. Don't see many teams standing in their way other than the Steelers and the Chiefs. Apparently, they'll figure that shit out before they get the end of the season. Um, NFC, Packers, AFC. I'm leaning towards one or two teams, but if I have to pick, pick one, I'm going to go with Packers Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, I like that. Packers Raiders. Yeah, I think with Aaron Rodgers is just the guy's scary good, and you know if they're if they're healthy and he gets some protection there, like I don't think anyone 
anybody can stop him and stop them. And I think it's very tough to repeat to go to the Super Bowl. I, I do like Atlanta, but I think it's so tough to repeat to get there. They're not going to get. And with the Raiders, they were hot last year. Like they were. If Carr didn't get injured, I honestly thought that they would have a great shot of beating New England. And I think if they get healthy and the addition of Lynch, who's been there and he's a beast, they don't call him beast mode for nothing. I think those two are just. I think. I think those two are going to make it there, and I. I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. So, Packers Raiders. I like that a lot, actually. Packer, or sorry, the Raiders would be a, a great pick out of the AFC. I just know it's not going to be the Patriots. They're not going to get back this year. Okay. So you got an NFC now. We're going to yeah. go down the NFC side. The NFC, uh, <coughs> the, NFC, the NFC is tough. You know what? I know what I'm going to I'm going to go. I think we're going to go back to the glory days of the NFC East. I think we're going to have a return for the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. Carson wins. But it's going to be a Raiders Eagles Super Bowl. That sounds insane. It will be. Wow. Raiders Eagles. I like the Packers, but I don't know. They just. Their O line looks weak. Yeah, you're right. He needs the protection. I don't know. I'm Yeah, I'm going to go out on limb because everyone's yeah. always been yeah. the same mm-hmm. teams. Like I said, All my right. heart is with. Seattle Steelers are my teams, but that's not that's not gonna happen. It's gonna be not even one of them. You don't have no, confidence no, in one I of them. I don't think so. Wow. Think so. All right. I'm going with Raiders Eagles. It's mind blowing. I know, but just watch, just watch. <laughs> that's that's insane. Wow. That's a very crazy. It'd be nice. I think it'd be a nice big shakeup in the NFL. You know, different teams to get in. Mind you, it's usually pretty good in the NFL. But yeah, Raiders Eagles. That's my pick. Mark my words. February, you can replay this, and I will vote for. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I gave you all points for that because, um, well, other than Mike, you really didn't give much other than they're just, they're still good. Is that kind of what you're saying? Uh, I'm not seeing much from anybody else that's convincing me. Well, it's like you got to wait till we get to the Super Bowl before I'll give you actual picks for the Super Bowl. Right? True. He doesn't like to give picks on time. Well, shots fired. Ask, ask, ask me mid-season, and we'll see. <laughs> and then it's still start looking like the Raiders Eagles all of a sudden. Yeah. Boy, Cam doesn't fuck around with this NFL pool. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's it's three seconds all right. Next question here um, in segment three. Next question: What is the first position you would draft? For your NFL expansion team, and who would you fill that spot with? Now you can use anybody uh, that's currently an active player. So you could fill that spot with, like I said, Tom Brady if you want, right? But key thing is that you're an expansion team. Who would you draft as your first position, and then who would it be? Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Cam on this one. So first, and pick the player. Yes. Oh, man. Using the current active players. Who would you oh, build your team so around? It's so easy to just start with quarterback. It is. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's such an obvious answer. I don't want to use it, but... Because you like to go rogue. I almost think you have to. Um, it's, it's, it's based on your philosophy, what you think is important for your team. Mm-hmm. You know what? I would pick... Except I can't think of a good player. Fuck. I totally started with a lot. Uh, I don't know. Like a 
linebacker? Where are you going with that? No, an offensive lineman. Offensive oh, lineman. I agree 100%, oh. and I can't name one. I know, that's a problem. Well, you could, you could say that, it's fine. But we'll just say... They're the unsung know. heroes of the gridiron. Totally you know what, I'd actually go with, like, here's, here's what I'm doing. Um, I would go with a running back, but one of the, like, a more versatile one. So the ones that, you know, catch a lot of passes, too. And the player I'm thinking of, um, and, oh, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. He's a deadly that's a pretty, asset. That's pretty good. Yeah. Because hmm. you can do so much with, when you have a running back that can run it and, and run catch. routes. Um, so you've seen LaShawn McCoy in a huge season for Buffalo. Yeah. And, you know, just just imagine, well, they, we'll see what they do this year with Tyrod Taylor might be all right, so... That's what I do. I'll go with the running back, and I'll go with LaShawn McCoy. Versatile weapon, running back, can do a lot of things offensively. That's a good choice. LaShawn McCoy is even a good choice, too. So points for that. Mike. O-lineman. O-lineman. Like we touched on here. I can't name one, but I can't think of a better place to build your team around than the offensive line. Would you go center or just on the Uh, sides? Probably... Left Blind guard. side? Yep. If you got a right-handed quarterback, you got to protect that left side. He's chosen wide side. Yeah. What's the what's the, the the guy from the line side of the movie? Michael O'Hur. Obviously not O'Hur. him. <laughs> Obviously not him, but someone like him. Yes. Someone big. Someone agile. So you figure you can build a team good around footwork. a good offensive lineman. I think if you look at drafts historically... It's all offensive and defensive linemen that go in the first rounds. That's very true. And That's nobody knows point. who these guys are. That's good point. living up in Canada with all this coverage of the CFL. All right. That's all I got to say. Jeff. Um, there's very like, valid points there in terms of... Yeah, points there too, for sure. Absolutely. But, I don't know, football, again, it boils down what's the most important position. It's quarterback. Guy right? holds the ball the most. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I would, I would start from there. And I think right now I would just – I would go – Uh-oh. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought you were going to say John Brady. Oh, fitting. There he is. Right He's now. on TV. Fitting. I just think the guy, he's he's a great quarterback. He can scramble. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. He's, he's clutch. He gets – you know, he can, he can do it all. And I think, like, he's just – he's a scary – Overall, and I just—that's the most important position in football. Yeah, like, not taking away all those other positions, but he's the general. He's—he does. He's the general. He's the general. You know, you build like you have to pick as you know a GM of a team. You have to choose like what do you want to build your team around? Do you want to build it around offense or defense? If I was a GM personally, I'd build it around offense first. So, if you if it was defense, who would you build it around? What position uh, would you build if it around? If it was defense, I'd go and just yeah, def- like uh, left left tackle. How about you guys? You need a pass rusher. Defense. Need a defense. Rusher. Yeah, a good pass rush is important. Um, really good safety. Safety's important too. Yeah. I, I, I choose the line, like a middle linebacker or something, you know. Yeah. The, yeah, like the Raiders. quarterback, type. though, if he's got no line. True. That's true, but what good is an offense without a good quarterback? Oh, uh, it's chicken and the egg question. It like, is. You know, it's, it's so difficult. 
And on that note, so there's, there's no right answer, but we want to get your opinion oh, on it. That's Russell all. Wilson just so points for Jeff, too. So that's, uh, that's good. So there we go. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Okay, so we got the last question here, and it is related to our love for sports documentaries. I think we all enjoy it. Um, this one is, simply put, you have been commissioned to produce an episode of a 30 for 30 uh, for the ESPN Films uh, organization. What is the name of your documentary, and what is it about? Let's start with Mike this time. I don't have a real good name for this documentary. We'll make one. But I would like to know more about the 1985 NBA draft. What are you wrong on the year? This is the year that Patrick Ewing was selected first overall by the New York Knicks. Mm -hmm. In what they have come to refer to as the frozen ballot draft. The NBA thought Patrick Ewing had to end up in New York for the good of the league. And so they had the drum full of lottery lottery tickets. And one of them was frozen. That's how David Stern reached in and knew which one to pull out. Get out of here. Really? I'm dead serious. I want to know more about that. Is that, is that legit? I'm not explaining like, it well, it's but it's legit. It's a conspiracy legit. theory yeah, or you can legit. see it? No. Well, it's you can sort of see it if you watch when he's reaching in. He's wow. looking for something. Because it does, it would make sense that they would want to conspire. To yeah, and think it's 1984. Yeah. Limited technology. This is a way they could pull this off. Loads of cocaine pouring across into the U.S. border in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> so also correct. <laughs> wait, wait. And Patrick Ewing, with <laughs> the biggest nostrils of them all, yeah. stood to benefit the most. However, Let's come up with a name for this thing. I, I like I like the topic. Um, I'm sure between the four of us, we can think of a the name for this documentary well, right now. There, Disney had a movie about it. Frozen. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Frozen's good. All right. Frozen's good. The frozen ball theory, frozen. I like it. I actually do like that, actually. You can say frozen. Um, Jeff? Um, yeah, my, uh, my 30 for 30 documentary would be called uh, I Have the Tiger, The Downfall of Tiger Woods. Oh, oh. Um, oh boy. Almost a non story, if you ask me. It's, oh. it, you know, Everybody, and I know I've talked in past episodes about Tiger and, you know, his downfall and that he's never going to win a major again and all that stuff too, but like, in all honesty, like, I, I love the guy, I, I want him to do well, but I just find this story fascinating in terms of how fast he has dropped off from grace. That guy set the bench, benchmark for golf, um, he, he pulled some shots that, like, only we can dream about pulling off, but his decline happened so rapidly, so fast, and it just, it seemed to happen, like, as soon as he got nailed by, you know, that car accident in Thanksgiving. I would love to know a little bit more about that. I know we're never going to get the full story about that, but I would love to know a little bit more about um, that night, and not only that, but just the inner demons he may be going through, or have, or has, right? So, Mike, would you watch that? What are you talking about? He's <laughs> <laughs> so against. He's so against this idea. That no, this is bullshit, man. You got something to you no, got an axe not, to grind with Tiger. Hey, hey, this was 
You can't stop talking about him. I'm fascinated by this. Like, just the the rapid decline of this. Like, this just this just doesn't happen. Former like, number one player in the world. Now the thing is, too, like, like, he was former number one in his prime, and he went down. It's not like he was, you know, he's, what, four years old now? It's not like he did that steady decline like all athletes. Like, you know, you can't argue with father time. This happened in his prime. And he went like this. I'd say he was past his prime. He had I won the 2008 U.S. Open on an injured leg, yeah, and but I don't. I think that was what? more about his decline in performance than. But I'm not saying like there's that's one aspect of it. That's one aspect of the the decline. But it's more about you know he was marketed as this golfer and you know this perfect guy, family guy, and all that stuff too, which truly like it wasn't true. So. Like, the rapid decline is one thing I would love to know a little bit more about, like, what truly caused that, whether it's injuries, you know, his mental state, or whatever it is. But other than that, like, it's... Also yeah, but people tend to forget after his marital issues and his sex scandal, he went back to number one in the world. He did, yeah. He you did. can't say true. that he was true. past his prime when all that went okay, on. That, that's true, valid point. But then he hasn't won a major since... He's had how many surgeries? How did the? How it's, did a, it's all injury related. Okay, and how do you explain what happened a few months ago when he got pulled over for DUI? Do you think that was like what made him do that? I legit think well, you take you, enough drugs. I don't think he knew he walked out of his house and got in his car. The guy deserves well, benefit of. He blew zero point zero zero on the breathalyzer. I don't think he had any intent that evening. I agree. I of agree going out and doing like, what I happened. I think the story personally. I think the story is fascinating. A guy can go from here to here that fast. That's all I think. Like me as a fan, would love to know like what's going on inside his head and what caused him to go from here to here that quick. Does golf do any sort of drug testing on its athletes? I think there's. I think they do. Yeah, they do. They recently started doing Just it. Just how recently though? Uh, Very few years recently. Ago. Very recently. Yeah. Because I, I I've always wondered if a lot of Tiger Woods injuries and his body basically failing him now are related to it is it totally is. steroid use drug use before totally you see him yeah. early in his career he's or young when he's an amateur golfer he's he's a rake he's super skinny and, now, and he, in the middle of his career he was thick he put on a lot of weight yeah no i think his injuries are a result of his style of play he that golf. swing, it's no, golf. no body could hold up to what he was putting through his body on every side. I disagree. But that's the thing, though. Like it's he put golf. his body, he, he no, didn't No, that was a different level of golf. Torquing Still. your body like that on every swing. You play a tournament once. I don't know. I think, I think personally, I think if, if you were to do a documentary on that, you get a fucking tons of people watching that because it's just it's it's oh, a fascinating yeah, storyline. It's a fascinating storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like, in quite, and I know this is off topic, but like. Faraday. I would love for him to do a sit-down interview. I don't think Faraday would get those answers on his show. Didn't they do one with him? No. No. Uh, yeah, no. And he, he'll never do one. Mm. He'll never do one. But That's true. You know, just to get a little bit more insight in terms of... It would be good PR for him, though. It would be. If I was, if I was Tiger's PR, yeah. I'd say, just do a sit-down with Faraday. We'll control what the questions he asks you, yeah. but just people don't connect with them the same way as any yeah. other athlete because he does put a bit of a wall... Yeah, he does. In front of himself, which is, you know, that's up to him. That's 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 his prerogative. Yeah. Cam. I'm going to go a little bit different angle here. Uh, of course. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? The drug trade in sports. 
crossed my mind. It crossed my mind. And that's the title of the documentary. I've seen it. I saw one actually not too long ago. About a lot of the New York Mets, like Dwight Good, Doc Gooden, and Daryl Strawberry. Wow. But probably something similar, to be honest. But my 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 thirty for thirty would be entitled Vikings of the Sea, the story of the Minnesota Vikings, two thousand thirteen. Oh, way before that. That was, was going to be my second choice oh. of that. I was thinking the exact same yeah. as the Sexpo party. Yeah, the, totally. I that was, had was, to be 2007. Is that long ago? No, it was that long ago. Wow, was time is flying by. That is so okay. funny you yeah. fucking said that because that was my second choice on that was going to be that. I would love to see some real footage and some interviews. I want to know. Everyone knows what goes on, but I want to see the real deal. I want to know and you the know women that were on that boat. I want to know what positions they were in, <laughs> who they fucked who they sucked, and and you know who started. You know who was the instigator and all that. That was the coach, Mike Tice. Yeah, he started. He, he, he did all of that. He started I all of it. Two thousand five. Two thousand. Wow. Yeah. Well, so before the advent of social media. Before social media, these guys. You want to know what happened? There, there might not be any footage. Whereas today. Everything is covered. Yeah. Everything. You'd be on Snapchat, yeah, be on Instagram long. Live. Look at the Giants uh, trip two seasons ago. Oh, right. The Caribbean or whatever. And they're well, all partying with their shirts off before a playoff game. It was last year. And they got roasted for that. Yeah. And they, they didn't have any sort of scandal involved. They just not really. They just took one yeah. picture of everybody without their shirts on, and the whole world yeah. was That's angry about that. Crucified. Vikings by the Sea. Vikings of the Sea. Vikings of the Sea. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Good title, good title, good topic. 2003 Sex Cruise. Five. More likely, that could branch off. That could easily branch off. The Sex Cruise. Of, a while back. Everyone knows what it is. Yeah. Everyone knows what it is. All very yeah, good. I like those topics. Pretty good. Something that's more off the field, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we, if they make a lot of money. They live a lavish lifestyle. We get glimpses of it, especially yeah, now more on social media. But I want know, I want more hard facts. I want more stories. And you know more about that. And it's unfortunate I'm like I'm a diehard Vikings fan, and that killed me when that happened. But that's more insight to the not just about the Vikings, but probably about every professional sports team because you know shit like that probably goes on. Yeah. And yeah, and even even like everywhere. team management. They probably get behind some of the oh, promise players stuff. Yeah. They know that stuff, yeah. They, they're in. involved. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like when you have the head coach sort yeah. of leading the charge, you know that everyone from the top of the organization down oh, is involved. They know what's going on. They know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, and, that's funny. And then, yeah, that's good. And their job is to sort of sweep it under the rug like nothing happened, and then you know, a little bit of leaks out, and all of a sudden it becomes a scandal of sorts. All right, uh, all good topics, points for everyone. Um, I particularly liked uh, Cam's Cam's topic. I like this, the title of yours now, <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> but that I, that was very fascinating. I've never I heard about, about, about that one. But that is a very very cool topic. I, I actually want to read more on that. So um, if you were able to produce that, that I mean, I want to. I just want to be part of All right, it. We'll so get on it. Extra points for that too, because that's a there's something that, there. Something, there's something there and it makes sense when you do the conspiracy stuff it makes sense why they would do that alright uh, last segment of the show is uh, called Knowledge is Power which is our favorite trivia related stuff and in this this month it is about the regular season of last year of NFL 2016 uh, so we'll get that started alright here we are at our second to last segment uh, we call this Knowledge is Power 
and it is a straight-up trivia challenge. I have 10 questions. This month our topic is NFL regular season from 2016. And in the past we have done multiple choice. Uh, this month I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just ask a straight question. And you have to build from your knowledge of the past year to come up with the answer. So if you all get it wrong, then we'll just I'll just re-ask the question again and then you guys can guess again. But uh, like we did last month, you have noisemakers in front of you, so that you can, that's how you buzz in, quote unquote. Cam, let's hear your buzzer. The spoons. Yeah, spoon man. Oh. Points, points, points right there. Yes. Points for that. Uh, Mike, you're a noisemaker. R.I.P. Chris Cornell. R.I.P. Chris Cornell. Oh. Is that what you had? That's in mind? what I had in mind. <laughs> All right. This. You sound like a Mexican. Period. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The racism. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, by the way, we had Mexican food tonight. Maybe that's why it was on your mind. That's part of it. Um, it's nice to have an Egyptian pharaoh cook a Mexican meal for us, which is very delightful. Jeff, you have a noisemaker funny. Just buzz it in for us. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys, oh, keys, nice. keys. DJ Khaled, shout out. <laughs> DJ Khaled, shout out. All right. Question number one. Buzzer, ready? Who won the NFL regular season MVP? Jeff, no. You're out. You're frozen. Now. Yeah, we should know this. If you if you all guess wrong, I'll just re-ask the question. Uh, Matt Ryan. Oh, Matt Ryan, oh, correct. Nice call. Matty Ice. Matty I, know, I know you're gonna get these answers. Matty I don't. Nice. Matty Ice. All right. Question number two. Chips are so loud. <laughs> oh fuck, Jeff. Jesus, Jeff. <laughs> all right. I'll edit it out as best I can. That's great. <laughs> That's Question why it takes two hours. <laughs> Question number two. Who won the regular season rushing yards title? Elliot from Dallas. Bingo. Yes. Zeke. Zeke Elliott. Cam is just taking this already after two questions. Two for two. I'm not just Blue Jays trivia master. No, I hear you. I hear you. Question number three. Who won the passing yards title? Aaron Rodgers. No. No. Take a wild guess. Uh, Brady. No. Open again. It's open again. Drew Brees. Ah, oh, I was going to say that. 5,528 yards. That's, that's good. What was the record last year? Shut Six up. Now. Shut it. Ten? That was good for like Deep. fifth all time. Terrible. Just so you know. Oh. Fifth all time. Uh, this one's going to be a little harder one, but we'll see if we got uh, it. Harder than these last ones. Who won, who won the receiving yards title? Total yards receiving. Antonio Brown. No. I thought that would be obvious too, but no. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Green? No. Um... Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, I, 
I know I'm wrong, but um, take a guess then, and then we'll put it up. Jones from Falcons, but Julio Jones, no. Okay, open it up again. Odell Beckham Jr. No. Le'Veon Bell. No. He's a runner. I know, but he catches a lot of balls. <laughs> Jeff Jeff knows this one. Yeah, he knows it. Nate Burleson. <laughs> Alan Pitts. <laughs> Dave the Sponge Sponges. Because he absorbs everything. Also okay. I'll give it. I'll give it out because uh, you obviously we're not going to get this one. Oh. T. Y. Hilton. I never would have guessed. Uh, the Texans. Celts. The Celts. The Celts. The Celts. The Celts. The Celts. The Celts. Okay, so that's okay. I had a feeling that was going to be a hard one, but this one's going to be easier. Who had the highest QB rating last season? Aaron Rodgers. No. <laughs> Jeff knows it. <laughs> Tell. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, I'll go Derek Carr. Nope. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger. No. Open again. Brady. No. Who's your buzzer. Ah. Not right. Yes. Oh. Not right. Yeah. Oh, wasn't he the MVP? Yeah. Yeah. That would be Makes easy. Sense. Which quarterback threw for the most tel- uh, t- television TDs? <laughs> No. Brady. No. Free guess. Oh. Philip Rivers. No. Rogers. And Rogers. Buzzer, come on. Oh fuck! Yeah. It's free round. I thought you could just shut it. Shake your keys. Shake your keys, yo. Which quarterback was intercepted the most last season? Andrew Luck. No. Cousins. No. There? Jay there? Cutler. No. Oh. He wasn't in the league last year. Yes, he was. Was he? Oh, insane. Okay. <laughs> He's injured a lot of it, though, wasn't he? Opened again. This might be surprising to us, I guess. He's a, he's a top-tier quarterback, just so you know. Drew Brees. No. Eli Manning. No. Three guess. Stafford. No. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Wow. He was terrible last year. So bad, in fact, they moved the team. <laughs> I don't consider him a top tier quarterback. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh, I top do. Top tier. Totally is. For sure. Really? Top tier? Is the top well, 10 I mean, in the league, for sure. Top 10 quarterbacks. Yes. Really? Yes. I disagree. I agree. Unbelievable. <laughs> would I say. like Philip Rivers on the Buccaneers? Yes, I would. See? For the last 10 years, I would take that all day. Would I take Philip Rivers on the Calgary Stampeders? Yes, I would. Oh. He would shred those CFL defenses. <laughs> Except the ball's so big, I don't know if he can. Right. He says push his push release. How do I throw this beach ball around? <laughs> Who had the most rushing TDs last season? Elliot. No. Veon Bell. No. Free no. guess. Uh, not good running backs. I'm gonna guess whoever runs for the New England Patriots. Did you say Elliot? He's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know his name. LeGarrette Blount. That was oh, last year. Really? Well, Former Buccaneer great. He he had 18 last year. 18 TDs. Hey, can you get those chips away from me? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Which quarterback led the league with the most game-winning drives last season? Stafford. Yes. Oh, nice. I was going to pick that one. No, you weren't. 
<laughs> in your head. And that ends the 10 question trivia. Oh, sounds like another victory for Cameron. And we'll tell the points to see where we're at. The next segment is Rancher's Market, which is my favorite segment personally because it is a free for all. Here we are in our final segment. It is called Rancher's Market. This is an opportunity for our lovely contestants to rant about whatever they want to for the next X amount of seconds based on the points they've earned throughout the, the show. Um, again, they're playing on behalf of their, their charities of choice. So in third place today, we have Jeff with 30. So you have 30 seconds, points, 30 seconds uh, that we use for your rant. Okay. Uh, we have Mike in second place for, with 35. 35 seconds to rant about whatever you'd like. And today's winner for the second episode in a row is Cam supporting the HeWam Foundation. HeWam is right. Yes. We're going to help Jeannie win a match. That, that's fantastic. Uh, Jeannie, if you're listening, can we go on a date? <laughs> if she says yes. What would you talk about? Wow. What would you talk? Where would you take her on a date? What would you do? Oh. Would you make her Mexican food? Yes. Cook for her, yeah. Maybe just cook for her at home. She'd appreciate that. She's IG'd the other day for eating crap dinner in bed, so I, I can up that. Oh, easily. God. Easily. Easily. Uh, I'd take her. No, but I'd take her to. No, we do have to. I want it to last a long time. But, you know, like the date? Yes, yeah, so I'd take her somewhere. We'd go to Vegas or something. Oh, wow. Get her in a bikini. Get a pool oh. party or two. Go out for nice dinners. And, yeah. That's 23-year-old after a 23-year-old. She's only 23? Yes. Does that change anything? Wow. It's, You're going to need a hot app. I love young point. women. <laughs> like, legal. legal. Yeah, she's legal. She's legal. I'm not weird. But, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. I love young women. Where would, you, where would you take her on a date? Um, I don't know. Probably the tennis dome in Calgary, I guess, just to give her more lessons. I don't know. Wow. Wow, that's cocky. You that get these jokes before. <laughs> That's why I'm taking her inside. Oh, uh, see, he's yeah. it, gets, it gets hot inside. It though. does, yeah. We Actually, were, we're arguably, it can be hotter inside than out. Yeah. Mike, where would you take Eugenie Bouchard on a date? I don't know. Maybe Kananaskis. Oh, nice little hike. Look at that. Well, isn't that where you take your man? <laughs> What else am I going to do with her? I don't know. Take her to Camberley. <laughs> yes. Oh, I come here, here with my family, too. Take your horse to lodge. That no, makes you I've heard man. that place has been violated by two people who are no longer together. <laughs> Take her to Kabul. <laughs> <laughs> That's Afghanistan. She has some pretty cheap vacation packages there right now. Huge. Huge. Her to Miami. There's no she guarantee your there, hotel will she, be there. She lives in Miami. You know everything about her. Crazy oh, I shit her. <laughs> she has no clue. Every time we see a picture of an Instagram. Jay Buckets. Jay Buckets, <laughs> Jay Buckets online. Okay. Uh, Jeff, you have 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just get my clock ready. I, just, yeah. I don't even have my clock ready yet. Stupid me. Because I'm not going to count 1-1000 in front of you. That's kind of weird, isn't it? 
Okay, 30 seconds, Jeff. There we go. Um, I'm going to rant just about golf in general. Like, oh, this is just... Do that. Golf is so fucking frustrating. We have, you know, we're not tour by any stretch of the means here, like, but we've played the game, but the way we've been playing the last three days, like, it, like, it, it comes off like we've never touched a club in our life. It is so fucking mentally draining, it's not even funny. And I just wish for once I could put together three consecutive holes of pars. I hate golf. Fuck it. <laughs> that, that is, I think, a shared sentiment <clears throat> between all four of us here at this table because we have played some of the worst golf collectively that we that we ever had. It's not golf. It hasn't been golf. Oh, look, Miley Cyrus oh, won Miss Universe. She practiced that face. Oh yeah, of course they do. Uh, just, just so people so know, we're watching Miss America, and this is who is this Miss? Miss, 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 Miss. Uh, instead of an A, uh, Miss Arizona, Alabama, Alaska, Miss America. Oh, oh. oh it's Guam. <laughs> it's Guam. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe I won! Oh my god! Party at the USA! Oh my god, y'all! Oh my god, y'all! That's oh this is the biggest joke ever. She should rant about this. Holy shit. My, my communications major professor is going to love this. Oh my god. Oh, oh my she's god. got the wig. This now. is the fakest oh. fucking thing. Kara Munns. Mike's already started. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Grant, you have. Mike, you have 35 seconds and go. I got to be honest. I don't have much to rant about. And that's thanks to you fellas in this room this weekend. Oh. Ah. Positive shout Just, out. Uh, wow. enjoyed myself this weekend. My biggest problem is we don't have more ya fellow Yabos out here with us. Ooh, it was a foursome. They might be listening. It was yeah. a foursome this year for the first time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, shout out to Smart, Nelson Jalot Jot, ah. D Y E E, ah. <laughs> in the Malaysia. D Yizzle. You know, miss you fuckers. Yeah. Maybe next year. I don't know. Here. Just miss you guys. Enjoyed the weekend. See you this next is year. about as chill as M. Hugh gets. Oh! Wow. Nothing to rant about. Mike drop. Wow. Mike drop. Literally, Mike drop. Yeah. Huh. I just got yeah, that. I... Jesus, I'm editing that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We lost another listener. Do you want to look in on that one? Cam gets another 45 seconds to who knows what the fuck he's oh, going to say. Oh, man. Oops. And you can start now. Well, you know what I'm going to rant about? Um, I am currently a single man. And uh, so, you know, like any single man, I use a few dating apps like Tinder and Bumble and garbage like that. And I'm fucking sick of these dumb fucking whores out there. Oh. That's... They post pictures of their dogs on their profile. Listen, I'm not. I'm not trying to date a dog. I'm not out here. Just the dog. It's be pictures of it. Like, oh. They'll they'll have With maybe one or two. Yeah. Sometimes, but sometimes it's just the dog. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. It, it's on and Tinder. It's it's just ridiculous. And uh, you know, if I was on there, if I was in the bestiality, it might be cool. But what's sad? <laughs> what's even worse? What's even worse is a lot of the time, I would prefer to date the dog. Because the stupid bitch that does it is so fucking ugly. I'd rather I'd rather fuck the dogs. That is my rant. Oh. That's wow. as a single man I could see the frustration. Wow. 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that and talk about uh, women that put on their profiles their interests are no having fun, <laughs> laughing, and loving life. And the sun. Oh. That's their hobbies. <laughs> My hobby is loving life and laughing. What? What? Oh, are you are you unique? The end up in Miss America. Oh yes, the communication majors, the psychology. Shout out to the psychology majors out there. Yeah. Communication majors. We'll see. And um, the what's the other one that they were doing? Psychology, psychology, psychology. communications, business. I'm surprised there was a lot of business. There. I think I heard a couple. <laughs> well, that's it. That's another episode of uh, Six Pack and Shade. We're glad that you are listening. We're glad that these guys here are listening. And uh, we're going to do another one of these, who knows when, but soon enough. Episode 4 will be coming at you. And uh, yeah, peace out from Kimberly, BC, home of the 2017 Yabo Invitational. Uh, this is Dennis. I'm second place. I'm coming for you tomorrow. Jeff, you're done. You're going to be losing your lead after two holes. Brilliant. Calling it right well, now. Well, that would be better after today, after after one hole. Yeah. <laughs> well, gents, thanks thanks again for a wonderful time uh, here in Kimberly, and thanks for uh, a wonderful episode. Um, looking forward to the next one. Six pack and shake. Six pack and shake. Six pack and shake. Woo! I think you should just play the normal music yeah. instead of that. Yeah, yeah we'll actually. Uh, <laughs> All right, later. We're done. Bye.